Hi everyone, it's Andrea Ferretti and this is episode 5 of Yogaland. This week is just a quickie episode. I wanted to share a piece of writing I did when I was dreaming up the podcast a few months ago. It's inspired by Roxane Gay's Bad Feminist, and uh, if you are a feminist, or even if you're not a feminist, it's a great read and I highly recommend it. Anyway, this is my intention. I wouldn't be a yogi without having an intention, right? So that's what this is, and I hope you find it inspiring. I started this show to celebrate yoga in all of its forms, to introduce you to people who've studied yoga deeply, who live their yoga, and who bring yoga into the current cultural landscape. These are people who live with passion. But make no mistake, this podcast is not going to focus on how to live a quote-unquote perfectly serene yogic life so that we can all do handstands on the beach. Because I spent more than 10 years talking to renowned yogis every day as an editor at Yoga Journal. And as we all know, but often forget, that perfect life doesn't exist and we don't really want it to. One of the biggest gifts of yoga in my mind is how it helps us understand that we're all so similar. It helps us to remember our humanity. After all, if you want to take the definition of yoga literally, yoga means to yoke or to join, and it's a state that provokes a sense of union with all things. The shadow side of the yoga community is that in our passion for the practice, for the asanas, for the philosophy, we start to become obsessed with achieving, with this whole idea of self-improvement, and with putting yoga teachers on a pedestal. I think this can actually make us a little self-involved and disconnected from each other, which is the opposite of the yogic state. I think the solution to that is to be vulnerable with each other. So I'll start. Sometimes I'm a bad yogi. I have a hard time remembering all of the yogic texts I've studied, and I haven't studied enough of them. At night, when my daughter is sweetly sleeping, I'm not rereading the Bhagavad Gita, I'm more likely watching Broad City or Downton Abbey. I curse too often. I say like and kind of and dude too often. I loved my hair extensions more than I'd like to admit. And despite being an absolute believer and partaker in natural forms of medicine, I ended up with a C-section when I had my daughter. For a long time, I felt subtly or overtly disappointed in myself about these things. Simply put, I don't anymore. And I don't want you to either. Yoga has helped me with this. Yoga offers a container for all of the seeming contradictions of who we are. As Gurmukh Karkalsa says, yoga is not a practice of self-improvement at all. It's a practice of self-acceptance. So, I may consciously or unconsciously stray from yoga's principles from time to time, but I'm learning to be okay with that. Because after 20 years of practice, it's still my guiding light. It's a vital part of who I am and how I live. When I talked with renowned yoga teachers over the years, I often wished I could share the conversations directly with the audience instead of having to filter them through the editorial and magazine process. I always felt inspired by the realness of the conversations, much more so than when I saw them in print. So I'm hoping to bring you those conversations, the real ones, the ones that get into life issues we care about. I'm hoping to make Yogaland a place that's helpful, that speaks to many, and that's uplifting. I know that you won't agree with everything I say or think, and that's okay with me. We don't all have to believe in exactly the same yoga. We just have to respect each other, to remain open, and to listen. So you guys, that's it for this episode. As always, thanks for listening. And you can follow me on Twitter at Yogaland Podcast. Talk to you soon. See you on the internet.